Yo, welcome back. My name is Rob Wong. This is the Great Date Guy podcast. Let's talk about marketing. Just for a little bit. <laughs> now, marketing is the backbone of any successful business, but I think there are very few people that talk about marketing in a coherent kind of way. Um, in fact, most of the information that you spot online seems to contradict itself. Now, the reason for that is pretty straightforward. Um, different pieces of marketing are applicable at different stages of business. But when you're first starting out, it's really hard to say what piece of marketing actually applies to the model of business that you are prepared to jump into. So I'm going to demystify that right now. This episode is in particular for solo entrepreneurs, especially if you're a coach. So at its core, marketing is essentially just having conversations at scale with multiple different people. And the more different people you can have that conversation with, the more business you're going to get. So very simple, very straightforward, right? But the absolute fundamental premise of marketing is this. You have a problem and I have a solution and I'm going to over deliver on that solution for you. So in order to get started on this process, first, it's really, really important to get a clear understanding of what it is that you're going to promise to your future clients or consumers. It's exceptionally easy at this stage to, to, to try to market yourself as, oh, I'm this, I empower people. I help people feel better. I build people's self-confidence. When the, the reality is that if you have a problem, you're not looking to solve those particular issues. No one goes on Google and looks for ways to feel more empowered. What people are looking for is, how do I get a date? And if you want to get even more specific about that, then we can get to the level of, well, how do I get a date in less than a week on Tinder? And so you can kind of compare and contrast. If I were offering a dating product that I promised that you would become more attractive at the end of, I don't know, just some period of time, you will just become more attractive versus I will teach you to get a date with an attractive woman within 30 miles of you in seven days or less using Tinder. And just stop and think which of those is more appealing. Well, Probably the second one. If you're like most people, then the second one is more appealing because you know specifically what you're going to get out of the program, which is why the promise is so freaking important. Now, the other thing to notice is that if you're starting up a marketing campaign, if you're about generating leads for yourself, then you're going to be putting out a low cost product, right? Something that most people can afford and buy into. And when you give out that low cost product, you are going to be giving them your best possible information. And that serves two purposes. The first is simply to have as much impact as possible. Since this is about generating leads, it's also about generating trust. And if people don't trust you, they're not going to give their money to you. Especially if you're operating as a coach, in the first month, someone will spend $1,000 with you. And presumably, if they're working with you, it's going to be a little bit longer term, something like three to six months, which means their investment is three to six K. So if we just reverse the situation and I put you in front of a stranger and this stranger is telling you that you need to spend $6,000 with them over the course of six months, are you going to do it? Well, fucking hell no, right? Not unless they can prove they can get me some results. Not unless I trust this person. 
And so that's when your initial offering comes into play. And it's the reason why you want to lead with your best material first. Not only is this just a more effective way of operating as a human being, it also keeps you out of that scarcity mentality of like, oh, I have to hold back if I give them this information, then they won't need me. Well, that's the fucking point, right? <laughs> that is the point. And additionally, some of those people will need you after you give them your best, right? And that's when they begin to work with you longer term. But first, you have to demonstrate that you know what the fuck you're talking about. Now, the second benefit of this is that since you're leading with your best material, it forces you to create better and better things, right? Again, staying out of that scarcity mindset. Oh, if I give away my best material, I'll be ruined. What else do I have to teach other people? No, fuck that noise. You're going to find something better. And then you're going to offer that on the upfront in a different product. And then you're going to find something better. And then you're going to offer that upfront. There's no limit to how much you can improve, improve your ability to help others. And so as you continue along that line, you're just giving people different entry points into what it is that you do. And remember, the more specific you are about this kind of thing, the better. Now, the next piece of this is that you want to be able to gather up a list of consumers over time. And that can happen as you begin to offer small products for these people to sample what you're all about. When these people sign up, you get their email or you have them follow you on Instagram or Facebook or whatever platform you choose to use. At the end of the day, the amount of subscribers that you have attributed to your name determines the amount of money that you're able to make in a given year. And the better relationship you have with these people, the more authentically you are trying to connect with them as human beings versus treating them as your next paycheck, the more likely they are going to be to sign up with you for a program because they can tell that you care about their well-being. On average, every email that you have from an active subscriber to your content will net you a dollar a year on average. So if you have 10,000 subscribers, you're more likely to be able to get about $10,000 a year from that list. Now it could be much higher if you have a more deep and personal connection with these human beings. And how do you do that? Well, the first thing is by honoring your word. When you promise you're going to do something, like give someone a refund. When you promise you're going to show up at 3 p.m., you show up at 3 p.m. You give them that refund, no questions asked. And the next piece is something that we've already mentioned, right? You over-deliver on what it is that you promise. So if you promise to get them results in seven days, you make sure you do it in five. And the more profound and remarkable their experience with you, whether it's through a baby product where you just give them a quick solution to a small problem that's been bugging them, or if it's a larger scale thing where they're participating in a group coaching program with you, or whatever that looks like. A good rule of thumb is to 10x their investment with you. Either by using the information that you give them, right, in the structure and format that you give it to them, they're able to 10x their investment. Or they walk away from the end of your program, your education, your online course, thinking to themselves, God, like I would have paid 10 times the amount that I paid in order to get that information. It was so valuable. Now, one way to consider doing that is to make sure that you put a heavy emphasis on action. Right? People don't see results unless they make moves in the real world. Just having that information is not that useful. And if you want a guaranteed way to have people bitching and complaining about your services, 
then you just got to make sure that you don't touch on the action piece at all. Just pretend like it doesn't exist and give them the information without telling them to do something about it. Guaranteed, you will get refunds, you will get angry people that are frustrated with what you've given them, complaining that they have no results. So let's do a quick rundown here. Marketing at its core is you communicating on a human level with a number of different people. And the more people that you have on your list of subscribers, the more people who are in regular communication with you, whether it's through email or YouTube videos or whatever it is, the more likely you will be to earn money. Now, the way that that happens is pretty simple. You find a problem that they need solved, right? And it's very, very specific at first because people who need their problem solved need the pain to go away right now. And they aren't in the mood for philosophy or personal like self-development or growth, right? And they will be later on, but right now they just need to solve their goddamn problem. So that means the first thing that you put out there has to be very actionable, very action-oriented, and very clear-cut and straightforward. And from there, you're delivering your best possible information, your strongest education and material. <laughs> that, was, that was a weird, that was a weird delivery. So anyway, it's the best of the best of what you can provide. And when you make a profound difference for that person, well, afterwards, you offer them something else that they can sign up for to continue their learning and education, their growth with you. And granted, this really, it has to make sense, right? If you sold them on a program to help them create their own backyard garden, it's really not going to make sense for you to offer them a course on programming afterwards, right? It's got to be relevant. It doesn't matter how much they trust you. If they came to you with help on their garden, they're probably not going to be signing up for you for coding. Has been known to happen, but pretty unlikely, right? That's like a one in like a hundred thousand chance. <laughs> anyway, uh, as you put out more and more products, right, as you continue to give out your best information, you will be forced to come up with new, better information. And that you can put out as a new product. And as you continue to do that, your list of subscribers and people who trust you, who you've made a profound difference for, will continue to grow. Until at a certain point, you've made so much of a difference for people that people will begin sending their friends and family to you. They will begin recommending you to other people, at which point you can stop marketing altogether because people are doing it for you. And then you've basically won the game. Now understand that this process is not as cut and dry as it sounds because there will be points when you run into something that you can't punch through. No matter how much you try, you seem to be stuck. At that point, it's important to persist, but not persist in the hustle, like grind your face off kind of way where you just keep on doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. If you're using a sales script, for instance, and you're not getting sales, odds are you really need to put away the script and actually get to know the person on the other side. You practicing the script so many times until it feels quote unquote natural will give you marginal returns, right? There's diminishing returns in this situation. It would serve you much better to take a completely different approach. And usually when you run into an unbreakable barrier, it's because of generally one thing your triggers, right? Your patterns, your assumptions about the world. And a lot of times this comes from people who are too hungry. They quit their nine to five to start this solo entrepreneur business. So now they're desperate for business or they're going to be homeless in two months. They need to get the sale on this call, right? Otherwise, this prospect might never do business with them ever. 
And that's kind of the one vibe that you never really want to bring to the table. Desperation. Because uh, if you flip the tables, right, and now all of a sudden you're the consumer, right, and you're about to hire this person for their marketing services or to help you lose weight or whatever the case may be. Maybe it's your therapist, but this person just smacks of desperation. They can't wait to have you as a client, but not because of you, but because they like desperately need it. You can kind of tell, right? It's been a while since they've had business. Or you go to a restaurant and there's no one else there and the store owner is just there waiting at the entrance like, oh, please come inside, sample our food, it's delicious. What do you automatically assume? Well, if you're anything like most people, what you assume is this. This person is so bad at their job that other people are not giving them money to do it. And now this person is circling the drain on their business. Now, whether or not that's actually true, that's how most people will think. So if you're coming to the table with too much hunger, too much thirst, right? Because your lifestyle, the fact that you can pay your bills depends on this new business that you've launched. Uh, stop. Get your 9-to-5 job back. You need some kind of security, some kind of cushion in order to make this business work. Desperation is the most off-putting thing. It is the thing that kills businesses. So understand, right? There's this idea around entrepreneurship that you can't succeed unless you quit your 9-to-5 and then you just do your entrepreneurship thing full-time. There's shame around that. And that shame is what causes people to burn through their life savings and then end up working the same job that they've always worked at and hate it, right? Because their, their initial plan of launching their own business didn't work out. Because when the money starts to run out, it is the natural biological response to become desperate, right? You, you will go into fight or flight and it doesn't matter how much meditation you do until that money issue is resolved. So the best possible thing that you can do for your business or for your dating life, for that matter, and for your marketing, is to understand that there is a reason. There's some payoff that most people go uh, and, and try to achieve success for. And most of the time, it's so that they can feel a certain way, feel high status, feel successful, feel happy as a result of feeling successful, feel more confident when they reach that next level. But the thing you really got to understand is that most hyper successful people get to a point where they run out of milestones they need to achieve. They're already making high six figures, right? They already have their home. They already paid their mortgage. They can already travel anytime, any place, and they have unlimited free time, but they're still unhappy. And those people are forced to recognize that chasing after those other things didn't do shit. It's just a temporary high. The real reason why they're unhappy, they're unhappy with themselves. And that's something they have to deal with. And when you can begin to accept like, oh shit, even these hyper successful people aren't happy, right? This isn't a magic bullet. Me getting this promotion, me getting this new business launch, me getting this new sales funnel upgraded, me reaching the next level, making $2 million next year instead of $1 million. It's not the answer. That's when you can begin succeeding at a whole new level when it comes to business, marketing, sales, or dating. 
The thing that you think is the solution to all of your problems is never going to be the solution to all of your problems. Believe me, I've tried most of it. It doesn't work. At the end of the day, if I hate me, then that's the experience that I get no matter what context I'm in. I've been on expensive ass vacations to Paris. I've traveled to the most beautiful parts of Southeast Asia, but because I didn't have my relationship with me right, I had a miserable time every single time. Didn't matter where I was. So when you feel that urgency, that push, that desire, I need to do this thing, it's going to solve everything, take it with a grain of salt. Slow down your breathing and remember, hey, this isn't the answer. This is not it. And when you can combine that with a marketing blueprint that I just gave you, then you have everything that you need to launch your business and get to a point of success. So that's all the time that we have for today. My name is Rob Wong. If you got something out of this, be sure to leave a comment, drop me a subscribe, leave a rating, and in general... <laughs> In general, actually, even even listening to this podcast at this point is really beneficial for me. But taking that extra step goes a really long way for this channel. So that's my alarm. That's all the time that we have for today. Thank you again for getting here, for listening, for being a subscriber. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you being here means a lot to me. I love you. I'll catch you next Thursday, 8 a.m. Pacific time.